guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You should not put yourself in a position to have to over explain and justify why you want the things you want and why you deserve the things you want. The people who ask you to do that almost always have every intention of trying to get you to compromise and accept less. And that's not what we are doing in 2023. When it comes to your non-negotiables, you need to love yourself enough to be ready to walk away from anything that puts you in a position to compromise or accept your non-negotiables. They are your non-negotiables for a reason. It is not up for debate. It's not, oh, well, you, you only did it like this bad. It's not that bad. Let me, no. No, it's, it's a non-negotiable for a reason. But nagging, nagging is not going to get you anywhere, okay? It's just going to make people find strategic ways to get back on your good side and make you stop complaining about something that you have no intentions of enforcing, okay? It's one thing when that's just their character and that's what they do. It's another thing when you complain about it for five minutes, but you turn around and things are back to normal. Now they have less of a conscience when they disrespect you because they know that you will complain about it for a few minutes, but you will go back right back to accepting it. You're not actually going to do anything about it. So now they can continue doing it in peace. There's no need to be worried about you leaving because you already showed that you are not going to leave. You already showed that you're not going to do anything about it. Hello and welcome 
welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. In today's episode we are going to be talking about are you compromising on your quote unquote non-negotiables? And when I say compromising, I don't just mean not being able to enforce your boundaries and enforce what you don't want and what you want, etc. I am also talking about whether or not you put yourself in positions to have to over-explain yourself to people who challenge your non-negotiables. And the reason why this came to mind is because, as y'all may have known already because I mentioned how much I tend to scroll on TikTok here and there. I'm working on it. Okay, that's my business. But if you are an active user on TikTok, you have obviously seen the, you know, the whole podcast episodes and like those podcasts where one guy or a bunch of men sit around and just interrogate women on, you know, like, what they want in a guy, their needs, their wants, what are their standards, and then, you know, just talk to them in a condescending way, right? I try to completely ignore slash click not interested in all of that anytime it comes up because it's just a bunch of gibberish. It's just noise. It's unnecessary. But I don't always have the power to control it because... You know, TikTok, just post anything on your For You page. Yes, it's tailored to what you interact with, but every now and then you get something new, right? Or even on Instagram, it's all over Instagram too. And we all know Instagram now shows you content from people you don't even follow, more than people you actually follow. So it's not always easy to control what you get exposed to, right? You can try to click not interested or block certain pages, but whether or not it pops up on your timeline initially, that's not always something you can control. But I try not to actually consume it or comment or anything like that. But anyways, enough rambling. Let's talk about your non-negotiables or more so like your etiquette around your non-negotiables. Because I just, y'all, what really disturbs me deeply, not, well, actually it doesn't, it is not that deep, but what really concerns me when I happen to catch a glimpse of these snippets of these condescending misogynistic podcast episodes is the fact that Yes, you can terrorize the men and criticize and scrutinize them all you want saying, oh, he's this, he's misogynistic, he's that, he doesn't respect women, blah, 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 look at how condescending he is, blah, blah, blah. Yes, 100% you can say these things. My concern is regarding the women who allow themselves to be spoken to in that way. 
The women who allow themselves, who choose to go on these platforms knowing that these men don't respect you and they are going to be condescending and they are going to ask you to over explain your standards and your needs. Standards that they may not even qualify for, like they don't even meet your bare minimum, but you are putting yourself in a position to explain why you think you deserve what you want from somebody who does not respect you. You see what I'm saying? It's the accountability piece. And I'm not saying this to bash the women. I'm not necessarily trying to pick a side or say anything. But as you are aware, like I said in the beginning of this episode and every other episode, this whole show is about accountability, right? And my main audience, my main the main people who listen to my podcast are women. So I'm talking to us mainly as women men too this applies to y'all just reverse the sex when i mention it but we have to start taking accountability for the situations we allow ourselves to be in okay you yes they are who they are those guys and i'm not giving them a pass i'm not agreeing to anything but at the end of the day some of us enable it okay some of us enable it And I use the podcast scenario just as an example, but let me take it back to real life so you can understand what I'm talking about. Have you ever been in a situation where you were dating a guy or something and it got to the point where you were talking about things that you either will not accept or things you expect from a guy and then he like asked you to explain yourself or you found yourself explaining your non-negotiables, explaining why this is a no-no for you or explaining why you deserve the bare minimum treatment. You should absolutely never do that. You, I, I will get to my personal opinion in a second, but you should, you should never do that. Like, you should not, like, yes, communication is important and you have to communicate your needs and certain things like that. But I'm saying, if you state that such and such is your boundary or such and such is your non-negotiable, you are simply not willing to put up with it, you should never allow a man or anybody to put you in a position to try to get you to explain that to them. These people do not respect you. They do not respect you and they do not care about you. And some of the things women say are non-negotiables like it it like common sense will tell you yeah this is absolutely something you shouldn't do but yet still some of them will explain that to people and what i want you to realize what i have realized because i have i'm pretty sure i've been guilty of this in the past and i did not know then what i know now but at the end of the day you have to realize that just explaining yourself Just answering that question is the biggest disservice you can do to yourself because who is that other person to ask you to explain what you will not put up with? You see what I'm saying? Once you put yourself in a position with a guy where you are explaining why you deserve the bare minimum treatment why you deserve or why you sh- why you why you are not going to put up with certain things why such and such is not to your standards 
Once you start explaining that, it's like you have already played yourself. You have already lost the respect. And it's not just about guys and dating, but that's like a common situation where it often appears. Like I said, the podcast um, clips and stuff is what sparked the idea for this topic. That's why I'm mainly using dating, but... It's in every situation, like when people ask you to explain something that you say you will not tolerate to explain why you won't accept this, to explain your non-negotiables, they are trying to get you to compromise. They are trying to get you to bargain. And, and, and like I said, most of us, our bare minimum, well, not our, because I am not there. I, I, my, my bare minimum is a little higher than the typical bare minimum. But for the most part, let's say like the absolute basic bare minimum, like respect, loyalty, honesty, right? Very basic things. When people say stuff like, oh, I will absolutely not deal with a guy who is a cheater or an abuser or this, that, and third, and people are like, well, why not? You, you see what you, you see how stupid that sounds? You see how stupid that sounds? It's like you are saying you require certain things which should naturally come with a relationship, any type of relationship from somebody who respects you, and people are asking you to explain that. And when they ask you to explain that, that's a reflection of their character and how they how much they respect you or don't. But it's another thing when you, when you sit there in that conversation and you say, okay, let me explain why I don't think a guy should cheat on me. Or let me explain why I don't think a guy should lie to me. Why are you explaining these things? You see what I'm saying? It's such a big disservice to you to explain why the bare minimum is not good enough for you. Or to explain why at the very least you deserve the bare minimum. You should not be explaining yourself to people. And that's and that's the thing that really irritates me about these podcasts, this these um podcasts where men are clearly condescending and they clearly don't like women. It's the fact that there are women who choose to be on these platforms with men knowing that they don't like you, they don't respect you and they are going to be condescending and disrespectful towards you on the entire episode and ask you to justify why you deserve the bare minimum. Like, oh, I invited you here on this podcast, but what is your worth? What do you bring to the table? You should never put yourself in a position for a man or for anybody to be asking you these type of condescending questions. It is not an honor to even answer it. It is not an honor to know, like, yes, know what you bring to said table, but it is not an honor to be able to explain that, I don't think. Like when somebody, in a specifically in a situation where somebody is challenging your worth, it is not an honor to be able to explain that. You should respect yourself enough to never answer that question when somebody is challenging your worth. You do not owe anybody an explanation of how worthy you are. You do not owe anybody an explanation of what you bring to said table. When people ask you that blatant, condescending question, 
They are literally trying to put you beneath them. They are showing you that they don't respect you. Why would a person ask you that? Like, instead of this whole table conversation, people try to run to answer. And, and, and the answer is always around, oh, you know, I have my own money. I have my own this. I have my own da-da-da-da. The answer is irrelevant. The problem is why you are answering these questions in the comments or on shows of men who clearly don't respect you. The problem is you staying to answer the question. You should never stay to answer that question. You need to value yourself enough to not sit there and try to prove your worth to people who don't respect you. Because unfortunately, if you allow yourself to be in that position where you are now bargaining and you are now making a case as to why you deserve the bare minimum, as to why you shouldn't be lied to, as to why you shouldn't be cheated on, as to why you should be, you deserve loyalty from a person. Not only have you discredited yourself, not only are you lowballing yourself in terms of your value, now that opens up a conversation for debate. Now people are trying to debate and bargain with you and trying to see what exactly is the minimum that you will accept. Like, I know this is a joke, but let me just use it as an example. Have y'all seen that trend on TikTok where it's like, would you rather or would you date a guy who beats you every Friday but gives you $800,000 a month in allowance or something like that? I know it's a joke. I know it's a joke. And I've seen a lot of people respond to it, you know, pretending to be fighting or whatever, implying that, yes, they would clearly take it because of the 800K. But maybe I'm reading into this too much, but I feel like, have you ever, have you ever noticed that these type of questions are coming around now that women are raising their standards? It's like now we are requiring men to bring more to set table that they keep complaining about. Now that we are valuing ourselves we are getting educated right we are working on ourselves we are healing we are reclaiming our femininity we are making money right now that we are coming now that we are in a much better place generally speaking and we are requiring more there's a lot more of these dumb questions and a lot more of these podcast clips trying to ask you like okay well would you put up with a guy who beats you if he pays you 800k it's like they, they're like trying to find where exactly you would compromise. That might be me reading into that joke too much, but there are other examples of this that I have noticed. It's like, especially on the shows, the podcasts and stuff, it's like they will try to find your faults. They will try to break you down to make you accept absolutely nothing as an excuse for them not to do the work on themselves and you just take whatever they decide to give you. And I'm making this episode to hold you, to hold us as women in general accountable for not putting ourselves in these positions and explaining why we deserve such and such or why we would not compromise on our non-negotiables it is a non-negotiable for the reason like break down the word non-negotiable i.e i will absolutely not accept this if that is something you will absolutely not accept you should not be having debates about these conversations and speaking of debates let me just say something let me just say something else right 
Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I, okay, I'm pretty sure y'all will never see me do this. Y'all will never hear me say this. If anything, I might like chime in if there's something I absolutely don't agree with, like Let's say cheating, for example, like if that's something I absolutely don't agree with, I don't, I will not accept that, then I might chime in. But what you will never see me, but like chime into the conversation, I mean, but what you will never see me um, doing on this platform or any other platform in the future is getting online and not even in real life too. You will never hear me talking about what are my do's and don'ts in relationships, my wants and needs, my non-negotiables. You will never hear me publicly stating those things. You know why? Because why would I tell the world what I want, what I don't want, what I won't put up with, etc. when all that does is open me up to other people's projections and opinions? You see what I'm saying? There are many women and men, but let's talk about women. There are many women, popular, famous women. I won't name any names, but I'm sure you can think of one. But there are many women who have gone on radio shows, interviews, podcasts, YouTube videos, etc anywhere on the internet and they have said i won't date a man who does this i won't date a guy who does this or my man needs to do this this that and the third now here's my personal opinion this is just my personal opinion right i think that is such a waste of time i think it's a waste of time and i think you are doing yourself a disservice because here's the thing you are, I just feel like you are casting too wide of a net unnecessarily, right? Because it's not like you stating that on the internet will just have a lot of people in your DMs recruiting if they meet those standards, right? That's probably not going to happen. Maybe it will, I highly doubt it, depending on your standards. But here's, here's how I feel about this. If you as a woman, as a man, whoever, if you as a person go on the internet and you say, this is what I need, this is what I want, this is my non-negotiables, this is the type of person I need, I'm looking for, they need to do this, that, and the third, and they should never ever do this, that, and the third. 
All you are doing is opening yourself up to scrutiny from other people who will project their own insecurities and their own opinions onto you. You are not going to get a relationship out of doing that. All you are going to get is debates. And if that's what you want, if that's your non-negotiables, why are you debating it with people you don't even know, with people you don't even care about, right? Here's what's going to happen. If you, if you really observe any situation where that has happened, this is what happens, right? There's only two outcomes you can get from this, from both men and women, despite whether or not you're a man or a woman who's, who's saying that, who's saying what you want in a person. There's only two reactions you can get from this on social media. On one end, the most popular reaction is from both men and women, let's say if you're a woman, you, you stated your, um, your minimum requirements, your standards for a relationship. On one end, the negative end, all of the men who do not meet your requirements are going to feel the need to humble you on the internet, right? Because for some men and their ego, they will never admit that they are not enough. It always has to be that you want too much. It will always be that you are the one with a problem, you want too much, and never, I am not good enough, right? A man's ego will almost never allow him to admit that. So now you are the one with the problem. So therefore, you need to be humbled, right? They will criticize your appearance. They will criticize every single thing about you to bring you down to their level or below, to feel good about the fact that they don't meet your requirements, so it doesn't matter because you don't meet their standards, right? You could be the absolute most perfect person completely out of the league. They will find something. Oh, I don't like the way she breathes. They will find something to humble you because they are upset that your standards are too high for them to meet, right? In terms of the women's reaction to that on the negative side... The women whose self-esteem is not as high as yours, their self-worth is not as high as yours, they don't see themselves as highly as you do, they don't believe that a healthy relationship exists, etc., etc. This depends on what your standards are, right? This is subjective. But for the women who do not see themselves in such a high regard as you to demand such things, if your standards are high will now also want to humble you and now also find fault with you and now also portray you as a problem and they will be highlighting and advertising in the comments that they are open to accepting way less so that they get attention while you are being criticized by the men who are hurt by the fact that they don't meet your standards, right? So, if you have high standards and you go online and you say, oh, well, this is my standards, blah, 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 you will, the men will humble you. The men who don't meet your criteria will humble you. And the women who don't think as highly of themselves will find something wrong with you. They will find a reason to criticize you, especially if their current man also does not meet your standards. It's like, well, you know, they don't want to accept the fact that they chose to settle for way less than you are publicly saying you will not go for, even if they don't know you. So now they also have to humble you. Now they also have to criticize you, right? That's on one end, the negative end, the most common reaction that I see to these types of conversations. And then on the flip side, let's say the more positive side, which does not get, which is not the most popular, right? 
For the women who agree, some of them might defend you. Some of them might, you know, just reiterate, might just like the post, whatever. Some women, if your standards are high, they simply just won't even react because they'd like, why? Why are you? Why? Right? And then for the guys who may meet your standards, some of them might comment and say, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with what she said or blah, blah, blah. Or they just won't comment at all because let's say if you're the type of person who says you want, you know, a high value man, <laughs> let me use the buzzwords, a high value man who did that in the third. Well, depending on how high your standards are, why are you on the internet telling people you want this, that, and the third and, and allowing people to make you over-explain why you deserve the things you want, right? It depends on the type of show. Not all of them are malicious. Not all of them are misogynistic. Not all of them will try to come for you. But the majority of them just try to create controversy and, and, and a buzz so that they, their show can go viral at your expense. So you see what I'm saying? You will get an overwhelmingly negative response from doing something like that, regardless of what you say, because the people who can't relate and have the most venom in their hearts will be the people who flock to the comments in numbers to criticize you. And what did you gain from that? Absolutely nothing. Did you get a husband out of it? Did you get a boyfriend out of it? No. You just stated your opinion and now everybody is debating whether or not you should feel entitled to what you want. You see what I'm saying? That's my personal opinion. You will never catch me doing that. The only people I need to communicate those things to are people who I have a genuine interest in and vice versa, right? A one-on-one -on -one type of interaction when, as it pertains to relationships. I don't need to cast my net that wide on the internet. I am not recruiting i am not like you see what i'm saying like there's nothing wrong with the general idea and whatnot i just feel like it's important to be mindful that when you do that you do open yourself up to other people's opinions and for me personally it's not that it would necessarily bother me it's just that i genuinely don't care about what people think about my standards so why am I having the discussion with you and you don't even qualify or I am not on a date with somebody who has the potential of meeting that it's unnecessary for me to discuss it all it does is open me up to opinions which I don't care about so there's no point right apply that in your own life if you agree I'm just saying there's no reason you should not put yourself in a position to have to over explain and justify why you want the things you want and why you deserve the things you want. The people who ask you to do that almost always have every intention of trying to get you to compromise and accept less. And that's not what we are doing in 2023 or any year after that. Okay. If you are guilty of that in the past, I am. That's okay. Let bygones be bygones. Mourn that version of you who used to explain why she deserves what she wanted and, and forget about it. We are not doing that this year, okay? You said what you said. Your non-negotiables are your non-negotiables. It is not open for debate. They are what they are, end of story, period. If you cannot comply, if you cannot adhere, then you will never hear from me again, period, okay? That's how we come in in 2023. That's how we come in from this moment on. That's what we're doing from now on, okay? Now, 
back to the topic of compromising on your non-negotiables, right? I'm not going to go too much into the, you know, let's figure out what your non-negotiables are. You should have an idea. If you don't, that's fine. Take a moment, take a few minutes, journal, really think about it because this, the knowledge of that, your non-negotiables, knowing your non-negotiables are important for the next thing I'm about to discuss. Now, your non-negotiables should never be compromised, okay? They are what they are. They vary from person to person. So what exactly it is, is not important. You know what it is for you. On the topic of compromising on your non-negotiables, number one, you should never do that, right? But let's talk about what, like the appropriate course of action when you find yourself in a position where somebody is trying to get you to compromise on something you said you would never accept, okay? And non-negotiables, again, vary. This is not, I'm not talking about things that, bother you but you can work through it i'm talking about things that you will absolutely not accept you should know what these things are going into a relationship and and it's not just with dating it's with friendships too it's with family this is with any other person any other type of relationship so if i reference dating a lot and that doesn't apply to you i mean eventually it will probably apply to you but just think in terms of all types of relationships, right? This is your boundaries we are talking about here. And I made a full episode on boundaries. If you struggle with that, go listen. I will leave the episode numbers in the description because I don't remember them right now. But back to the topic. When you are put in a position where your non-negotiables are being questioned, are being violated, let's say... You already communicated it. Or let's say it's something that common sense would tell you this is unacceptable, right? So some things, yeah, communicated, absolutely. I'm, I'm here for communication. But some things, it's like, like for example, let's say infidelity, cheating, or let's say disloyalty, because that can apply to any type of relationship. If you put your trust in somebody, anybody, and they are disloyal to you. Me personally, let me tell you, there have been times where I may have, you know, stayed in a situation longer than I should have, blah, 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 blah. But you know what made me like 100% turn cold and ready to leave immediately and did was one time there was a situation where somebody clearly did not have respect for me, right? But I did not have, I had less respect for myself, so I tolerated it. However, it came down to them being disloyal. Like, despite the fact that they lied and such and such, it came down to them being disloyal. It came down to me seeing somebody tweet something that I told you in confidence for me to literally like kill you in my mind. I don't mean physically like the act of murdering somebody. I mean, you are dead to me. Me personally, disloyalty is not something I take lightly, right? That's a non-negotiable. If I have to be concerned about where your loyalty lies, you do not have to be concerned about me. End of story. End of story. 
like I'm not perfect and in the past you know there are things where I should have enforced but I didn't enforce but let me tell you something disloyalty disloyalty you do not have to worry about me if I feel like I cannot trust you you will observe that there will be distance between us because what we're not about to do is that okay I digress and yes, I just stated one of my non-negotiables, but it's in a different context. I'm trying to help you, okay? Back to the back to the topic at hand. So let's use disloyalty as an example. That is something that is like a common sense non-negotiable. Unfortunately, not everybody is there yet. Some people still accept it. I hate that for you, Queen. I want the best for you. But let's say, you know, this is something that for the most part we can consensually consensually what's the word i'm looking for we can all unanimously agree that disloyalty is a big no-no right non-negotiable for some negotiable for others but at the end of the day you don't like it it's wrong it's bad blah 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 so let's use disloyalty right a common sense no-no if you are put in a position where somebody was disloyal to you, regardless of the relationship, if that is a non-negotiable, which it should be, but if that is a non-negotiable, sweetheart, let me tell you, <laughs> first and foremost, when it comes to your non-negotiables, you need to love yourself enough to be ready to walk away from anything that puts you in a position to compromise or accept your non-negotiables they are your non-negotiables for a reason it is not up for debate it's not oh well you, you only did it like this bad it's not that bad Let me, no no it's it's a non-negotiable for a reason okay if you are not aware of what yours are I challenge you to sit and journal for a few minutes and really think about some things that you will absolutely not be accepting from people this year and going forward, right? As you think about what the best version of you looks like, some things they will not tolerate, make a list and you need to start working on implementing these things, right? If you are put in a position where you are going to or, or you have to make a decision, you need to be willing to walk away for your non-negotiables. And let me go off in another tangent for a second. But it, 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 it relates to this, I promise. Personally, per, I, listen, I don't mean to offend anybody if y'all can relate, but this is my personal opinion, okay? I have made mistakes with this on a lighter note, but on like bigger things... I've learned. Okay, that's all that matters. I've learned. I've learned. Mind your business. As I was saying. So, personally, okay, you know how you hear people saying, like, women, we're talking about dating now. You know how you hear people saying, like, you should not nag a guy or whatever, whatever. I feel like they left out a very important piece because when your hair don't nag, it, it like, at least for me, when I first started hearing that when I was younger, 
all that came to my mind was if you are not nagging or when people say don't nag, they are telling you to be complicit with his behavior, whatever that may be. That's not the case, right? There's another side of this that I am choosing to add to this to help me understand what that means, right? This is my version. But I agree that you should never nag a guy. You should never nag anybody. But in addition, you need to be able to walk away if people are asking you to compromise on things that you said you would never compromise on. And if you are not in a position to walk away, if you are not in a position to enforce your boundaries, you need to be quiet. You need to be quiet. I know, controversial, but that's that's my opinion on it. I feel like regardless of the situation with anybody, if you, like if somebody is not, treating you a certain way that you would like to be treated. They're not stepping up. They're not doing this, blah, 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 blah. I, now I do not believe in nagging. I believe in loving yourself enough to be able to walk away from what does not serve you. Walk away from what does not measure up to the standards of the best version of yourself, right? Because that's who you are. I know I say become the best version of yourself all the time, but You need to be the best version of yourself. And practical ways to apply that today is with the boundaries and and, and what she accepts, what she doesn't accept. You need to start enforcing these things. You may not have all of the habits. You may not physically appear as the best version of yourself yet. You may have some other areas that's a work in progress. but, But another thing you should always consider is what type of treatments and what type of people does she keep around her, right? I don't know about you, but mine has, she's good on her boundaries, right? She's good on that. So the way I see it now, the way I deal with those situations now, and this is for anything, this is for little things like um, how you are pursued, how you are spoken to, how you are treated, how you are courted, um, and things like like major things like disloyalty, infidelity, abuse, etc. All of those things. You need to be, you need to love yourself so much. And if you don't love yourself, you need to love yourself before you ask anybody to love you because otherwise you're going to create an unhealthy dependence on that person and need invalidation, all of that. And you will not be able to enforce those boundaries because you don't love yourself enough anyway. But the way I see it now, in terms of compromising on non-negotiables and nagging and all of that, I feel like for me personally, you need to love yourself enough to where people literally give you the ick. Like, you just cannot relate. You cannot resonate with why somebody would, 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 would bring the bare minimum to you. Like, what kind of nonsense is that? You need to think so highly of yourself. You need to have the type of audacity that men have and apply in their everyday life to think, How can you bring the bare minimum to me? Are you lost? Were you looking for somebody else? Because no, this is not what's happening. You need to love yourself enough to where the bare minimum, things like cheating, lying, infidelity, disloyalty, or or, or lack of effort, asking you to plan dates, is, 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 is not a thing. It doesn't resonate with you, right? So whether it's, a non-negotiable or just some things that, you know, are not non-negotiables, 
You need to love yourself enough to the point where you do not nag. Because nagging is a form of trying to just, in my opinion, it's a form of trying to justify why you deserve things or why you should not be treated this way. You should not nag. You should be willing and able and ready to walk away from what does not serve you. You need to love yourself enough to be able to do those things because people don't respect you just complaining all the damn time about things and then not doing anything. And then all they have to do is maybe buy you something or, or, or sweet talk you or do certain things and then things go back to normal, right? You need to love yourself enough to the point where you do not nag. You simply remove yourself from situations that does not serve you. That is how you get the results you want, whether it's from that person specifically or maybe because they don't respect you or they don't have that much of an interest in you to put in the effort to pursue you how you want to be pursued, they will fall off. And guess what? That makes room for somebody who is equipped, okay, who is equipped to pursue you in the way you would like to be pursued. But you have to love yourself enough to be willing to walk away from what does not serve you, from people who ask you to compromise on your non-negotiables, for people to ask you to explain why you think you deserve this. How dare you? Who do you think you are? Are you lost? It doesn't resonate. It doesn't resonate. You need to love yourself enough to where that kind of thing, like it just, it does not resonate. You will not accept it. But nagging, nagging is not going to get you anywhere, okay? It's just going to make people find strategic ways to get back on your good side and make you stop complaining about something that you have no intentions of enforcing, okay? It's annoying. It is. Unfortunately, it's annoying because you are just going on and on about something and you are not putting any action behind that. People don't respect just words. It, nagging is literally you complaining with no intentions of doing anything about it. If you are not going to enforce your boundaries, there's no point in nagging because it's one thing when people just choose to be disrespectful or not put in any effort or be disloyal towards you. It's one thing when that's just their character and that's what they do. It's another thing when you complain about it for five minutes, but you turn around and things are back to normal. Now they have less of a conscience when they disrespect you because they know that you will complain about it for a few minutes, but you will go back right back to accepting it. You're not actually going to do anything about it. So now they can continue doing it in peace. There's no need to be worried about you leaving because you already showed that you are not going to leave. You already showed that you're not going to do anything about it. You see what I mean? There's no point in you nagging if you are not going to if you are not going to actually enforce your boundaries and make people pay for what they did. And the best form of payment is revoking access to you. If people really care about you, if people really value you and they want to keep you in their life, when they see that you are not playing and you start, you know, distancing yourself, they will act right. They will do what needs to be done. And if they don't do what needs to be done, then you need to let them fall off and understand that they do not need to be in your life occupying a space from somebody who will treat you right. You need to love yourself enough to remove yourself from situations that does not serve you. But never nag anybody without the intention of doing anything. Do not complain and do not put yourself in a situation to explain your bare minimum and your standards to anybody. Not no man, not no woman, not no child, okay? 
You don't owe anybody an explanation on why they should be honest. You don't owe anybody an explanation on why they should be loyal to you. You don't owe anybody an explanation on why you deserve nice dates. You don't owe anybody an explanation on why you deserve princess treatment. Why are you entertaining people who do not give you princess treatment? You cannot say you want princess treatment, meaning you are a princess, but you are entertaining frogs. You need to entertain princes. You need to entertain, you need to entertain kings. You see what I'm saying? There's a miscommunication. There's a problem here because you are trying to come. You are asking for things from people who are not equipped. So they are trying to negotiate with you. They are trying to see, okay, I know you said you wanted A, B, and C up here, but I can only give you one, two, three down here. So let me see how we can meet in the middle or meet anywhere that's below your standards, basically. So they can try to get access to you knowing that, knowing that they do not qualify, knowing that they do not deserve you. And if you explain, if you sit there and you be like, well, you know, I mean, if you give me $800,000, you can beat me every Friday. You see, you see what I'm saying? Do not do that. Get the 800K without the beating. Why, why, why? Why must you fight? Does life not beat you up enough? Why must you fight? Why are you compromising? Why are you compromising? Stop compromising and stop explaining yourself. You do not need to explain to anybody why they should be loyal to you, why they should be faithful to you. These are things that represent your sense of self-worth in terms of what you accept, but it also represents the other person's character. And if you have to explain to somebody that they need to be loyal to you, Think, th think about the character of person that you would have to try to justify um, um, honesty to. Is that really the type of person you want in your life? So why are you having these conversations? You see what I'm saying? Stop, don't, don't allow yourself to be in these positions. And if people try to put you in these positions, try to ask you to compromise here and there on your non-negotiables, remove them. Remove them. Remove them. Put some distance. Why are you here? This doesn't resonate. I love myself too much to accept the bare minimum from you. Why are you here? Why are you here if you do not measure up? Why are you here? You see what I'm saying? We're not doing that. We're not doing that this year. We're not doing that from now on. Do not allow people, do not put yourself in that position to ever explain why you deserve the bare minimum. Okay? That is all I have to say this week, because I can go on forever and ever. I will talk to y'all next Sunday. Goodbye. Guess what? I'm giving away the self-reflection journal for free. All you have to do is sign up for my email list at secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter, and I will send it over to you. But that's not all. I told y'all before that I'm looking for ways to create a community for us so we can talk more than just once a week every Sunday. So that's what the email list is for. I will share personal behind the scenes of my life as I become the best version of myself. And I will also send you exclusive tips and advice to help you do the same. 
And you will also be the first to know of any surprises and announcements that I have coming up for the show. And in case you don't know, the Self-Reflection Journal has over 60 journaling prompts for self-reflection and self-discovery that will help you learn more about your fears, the impact of your childhood, your limiting beliefs, your values, what's important to you, what areas of your life need improving, and so much more. So once again, if you are interested, go to secludedthoughts.com slash newsletter. I will also leave the link in the description. Now back to the episode. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 